you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football Live in New York City, Tuesday, March 7th. I'm Jamie Erdahl. That is Kyle Brand. Cameron Wolf back for day two. We did not scare him away from the breakfast table. Maybe he's here, though, because we have Green Bay Packers running back Aaron Jones. What up? How you feeling? Feeling great. Happy to be here. Oh, my gosh. You're here all show? All I hope so. You had it for three hours. Oh my god! We uh, we like this style. You walked in the building. We all shook your hand, and you influenced us to start the show this way. Although mm-hmm. I can't see great, so it's probably not going to last the entire time. But this is a look. It is. You guys look great. Oh my god! I think you guys should make it. Now a you're thing. shouting out the UConn Huskies today. Why is that? I am. My little cousin plays there. You know the Big East tournament is here in New York. You are just having the whole experience, the New York experience this week. I am. I'm excited. And this guy's never been to New York City in his life. This is the first time. Yeah. Yeah. First time because they don't even play. You're right. Yeah. Play in Jersey. Uh, We stayed in like Kaboga. Incredible pizza place, Sabaro. You got to check it out. (laughs) Absolutely (laughs) love it. That's the chain, isn't it? No. No, no. It's it's authentic. It's authentic. (laughs) Don't believe That is your first test. And (laughs) only believe like half the things that Kyle Brandt tells you today. Um, Okay. Professionalism at its finest. Let's turn now to our uh, NFL Network insider, Ian Rappaport. Uh, Ian, I'm going to take these off. Four o'clock Eastern is fast approaching. What do we have to look forward to this afternoon? News already broke regarding some quarterback change. What's up? What's up, Rapsy? Yeah. (laughs) You got yours on. I got mine on. Aaron, what's going on? I appreciate you influencing me as well. These are awesome. Yeah. Um, But, yes, Jamie, I will take it from here. Let's talk about the franchise tag deadline. 4 p.m. today, Baltimore Ravens have had talks with Lamar Jackson. In fact, Eric DaCosta, the general manager, went down to Florida where Lamar Jackson currently is to try to get a deal. The issue isn't whether the Ravens want to sign Lamar Jackson to a long-term deal. They do. They have tried various options. It just doesn't seem like Lamar Jackson himself has engaged in this process. does not sound to me like there is momentum to getting a deal done. They will tag him today. It's just a matter of which tag Lamar Jackson ends up getting. Meanwhile, the Daniel Jones saga continues as well. The Giants have made offers to Daniel Jones for a long-term deal. In fact, those talks continue deep into the night. It got a little tense. Tension boiled over at times. That can happen. These are serious conversations. Uh, but certainly the sides did keep talking into the wee hours of the night. Still about nine hours to go, or yeah, nine hours to go until the deadline. Likely they will keep speaking as well. We'll see if they can beat the deadline, get a deal. Meanwhile, the Seattle Seahawks beat the deadline. They locked up Geno Smith, their quarterback for the 2023 season, in a three-year deal. He gets three years, $105 million. The key number here, guys, $52 million over the next calendar year. Not season, but calendar year. And for Geno Smith, the long-term security that he has wanted, the biggest payday of his career. 
And then there's the situation for the New Orleans Saints. This was not a franchise tag deal. This was a free agent deal, but they locked up Derek Carr. As they said, they got their guy. It is a full year, $150 million deal. The key numbers here, $100 million in total guarantees. Maybe the more key numbers, $60 million fully guaranteed over two years. That is the base of the deal. He gets $10 more million fully guaranteed after year one. So the way to look at this, two years, $60 million fully guaranteed with another $10 million coming later. Uh, Rapsheet, I love the Derek Carr angle to this because the Saints were always the team that we had kind of in the front runner of the clubhouse in terms of all the time, all the reports we had heard in those conversations. So the fact that he still forced the Raiders' hand to let him go and he just went right back to them is good for Derek yeah. Carr. Again, petty Derek Carr. I am here for it. Uh, Rapsheet, thanks. Uh, the the challenge to wear the sunglasses, the entire report is a tremendous yeah. one, and we appreciate that you have accepted it and did it admirably. We'll talk to you in a little bit. Way to go, Ian. So we are so lucky to have someone here at the table who knows the NFC South as well as anybody. His yeah. name is Cameron Wolf, And again, like we said, first day at the breakfast table yesterday, and he absolutely nailed one of his guesses on a segment we had in terms of free agent quarterbacks. Mm. Derek Carr, I where can I put him just... that he would be at home? Let's go to New Orleans. Oh, okay. I love right, a weekend yeah. in so New Orleans. There you go. Everybody loves a week in New Orleans. Sure. Yeah. This is a team where I don't know how they're going to make it work salary cap-wise. I have no idea. <laughs> but they need a quarterback badly. And Derek Carr, within that offense, takes that team to, in my opinion, leaders of the NFC South. Mm-hmm. You have a team where they tried to make it work with Andy uh-huh. Dalton, with Jameis Winston, Derek Carr, whatever you want to say about him, he's an upgrade over those two yeah. players. And so I love Derek Carr in New Orleans. I don't know how they make the money work, but let's do it. All right, Cam. Nailed it. Stuck the landing. Let's do it. Yes. Talk your bleep, Cam. <laughs> we got off the air yesterday on Good Morning Football, and that happened like five minutes later, and you probably walked around New York City yesterday with such pride that you were like, I got that right, and now I get to go back to GMFB yeah. tomorrow and talk about it. So what do you think this signing means? Yeah, sometimes you get a, get things right every once mm. in a while. Oh, yeah. Um, the Saints refuse to rebuild. They feel like this is the route to go. The Saints have not drafted a first-round quarterback since 1971. Wow. Archie Manning. Longest streak in really? the league. They want to continue to continue to continue to go the veteran route. And Derek Carr was always a team that made the most sense for the Saints. He was doing his shopping around, looking at the Jets, looking at the Panthers. But the Saints were waiting for him to come home. And he did. And really, this is a team where I mentioned it yesterday. You have to figure out how to make it work salary cap wise. Mm -hmm. Their VP of football administration, Kai Harley. He's a wizard. Every year, they're $50 million over the salary cap. Mm -hmm. They find a way to get under and also make a big addition. And Carr's that big addition this year. Their move essentially tells you they look at this NFC South and say it's wide open for us to take for the next two years. You heard Ian say two years, $70 million. They're essentially saying we can take this division, and uh, they're probably right. The question I have is how far can Derek Carr take them? Mm. Mm. This is big, and and I'm interested to hear – Aaron, your thoughts on Carr? Because, you know, you ask anybody about Derek Carr, usually the first thing you say is, oh, great guy. Great guy, yeah. great yeah. teammate. Yep. That, that's, not, that's not ideal. You can get to the great guy and great teammate after they say great player. So Derek Carr is interesting because he has this whole kind of legion of apologists, I think. Mm-hmm. And it's because he's a great guy and a great teammate. We have David Carr on the network who speaks for him all the time, of course, which I respect. But the apologist for Derek Carr, when you say, he has never won a playoff game. He's played in one. They say, well, you know, he, he's just, he's, they've never given him a defense. 
He's got a defense now. Mm -hmm. He's got guys. He's got veteran guys. He's got guys who have been there. That's out. And then they say, well, you know, look, he's in that division with Mahomes, and it's just tough. Not anymore. He's in a division with uh, Kyle Trask and friends as right now. It's the softest division in the league. Now, maybe that'll change. Maybe they'll bring in some guys. But all of the things the apologists say about he's never had a defense, his division's too tough, poof. It's time to go now. You can't just be a great guy. Now it's time to put some skins on the wall because he has none. There's very few guys who have accomplished as little as he has in the scheme of things that still demand that much respect. It's go time. He's got the weapons now. And Aaron, I look at Derek Carr. He's been around for close to a decade. You've played your entire career with Derek Carr in the league. When guys talk Derek Carr, when you talk, I'm like, what comes to mind? Great guy. Well, definitely great guy. And I think yeah. great teammate. I think that will definitely help him uh, getting, getting those guys to buy into him in that system that he's going into. Uh, but I, I do also like his game. I, I think he showed us a lot through the adversity that they had last year in, in, uh, in Vegas mm. and bringing those guys together, him and Rich Passaccia, who took over. Uh, taking those guys over and, you know, getting them to the, to the playoffs, uh, mm -hmm. even though they didn't win that game. So mm -hmm. I, I think that speaks a lot of how he can command a locker room. I just, like, he, you mentioned the game. Yeah. So Derek Carr gets to the playoffs, and here we go. We're going down the field, and it's, it's them versus Burrow. And at the end of the play, he throws the, he throws the interception, and it's gone. My problem with Carr is, like, really good player, really good guy. Is he one of those guys? He's never in the A-Raj. He's never no. in the Mahomes. And, no. like, it's time to finally either join that or just don't. This you know is what where I'm saying? He, this is where he can make that jump, like yeah. I said. Mm -hmm. He has a defense behind him now there uh, with the Saints. I, I, I played against them. We did joint practice with them. So oh, yeah. I, I know their defense can play. So uh, that, I feel like that won't be an excuse. Mm. It's, it's a different situation, but Matthew Stafford rewrote his legacy. Great call. Yeah. When he got with Sean McVay with the Rams. Derek Carr, great opportunity to do so. We'll see. If he does. The ripple effect this has, though, on free agency in general in terms of the quarterback spot, it leaves some not only within that division but across the league, some teams very much in need, like the one that you just mentioned, Aaron. When you come, you don't come to New York. You play the Jets in Jersey or play the Giants in Jersey. But the Jets need a guy. So what do you mm. think that makes the rest of the league look like? Because Derek Carr, again, was in a unique spot where he could have gone anywhere at any time. He was not on a calendar because he had been released. So how do you think that makes pick a team, if you want, other free agent teams that need a quarterback look? Uh, well, Vegas definitely needs a quarterback. Yeah. Now. Uh, new, new, the Jets. Yeah. Uh, who else is out there that, that needs a team? Well, that entire Carolina, division. Carolina, South. Yeah. Tampa Bay. I think oh, with yeah. the Raiders, Those. I think with the Raiders, you know, they now are like if Derek Carr goes to the Saints and just blows them out of the water, wins a division, gets the playoffs, wins a playoff game for mm -hmm. the first time. The Raiders, if they pick the wrong guy, if they don't pan out well, they are going to look like fools, which at this point is kind of what Derek Carr has been clamoring after. Do you think the Raiders now feel the heat to get the right guy more so than before? I think they do. I think you'll see one of those teams go after a veteran, and then I think the other ones are going to be draft picks. But mm -hmm. I do think they feel a little, a little bit more pressure mm -hmm. to nail it. There's this guy. He, he's a little eccentric. He won four MVPs in the league. Yeah. He played most of his career in the NFC North. He's a really good player. The Rodgers thing looms here. And I'm yeah. talking about your guy. <laughs> so, no, let, let's, oh, wait. That was an actual <laughs> cough. He wasn't trying to turn away and not answer the I question. thought he got something caught in his throat. It's real. Like, all right, so... In the idea that Rodgers would leave Green Bay, maybe he does, yeah. maybe he doesn't. Now New Orleans is out, and meaning that the Jets are not going to get Derek Carr. There's a lot of heat on the Jets and Rodgers. They're not getting Carr. Maybe they're setting him aside to us to go for number 12 and leave it all out there. How does it make you feel on a Tuesday morning? Uh, he's, I, ho I hope he's not going nowhere. Hell yeah. Uh, especially not Vegas. Uh, you know, he played with Tay, so I, I hope that wouldn't happen. Mm -hmm. But uh, 
Uh, he's my quarterback, so yeah. hope he's back. Uh, if he's back, you know, we're ready to ball with him. If he's not, then we have Jordan Love, who's who's more than capable, and he's ready uh, to ball as well, ready for a shot. I love how you said that. That's my quarterback. You said a little bit with That's your my quarterback. You puffed it out a little bit, right? Uh, the, the Jets are obviously the team that everybody's talking about with Aaron Rodgers, and they're in an interesting spot because – they were in the Derek Carr mix, but it always seemed that Aaron Rodgers was their first priority. Mm-hmm. Derek Carr mm-hmm. was their second priority. You wait, you wait, you wait. Maybe you miss out. And now it seems like they have to be all in on Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Imagine Jets fans, if you miss both Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr, obviously Jimmy G becomes an option. But that seems like that would be a disappointing fallback <laughs> if you're a Jets fan. And so it brings me back to this, yeah. uh, Aaron. When you look at the the Jets situation, how much is you, are you as a player looking and, and stressing about maybe do they trade for your guy? I, I definitely keep seeing that everywhere. Uh, the Jets, Buana, uh, but uh, you know he's in. As of right now, he's in Green Bay, or if he comes back and plays, so uh, don't want him go anywhere. Uh, you guys can have one of those other veteran quarterbacks, Jimmy G. He's he's a winner. You guys can have Jimmy Hell G. Yeah. You guys can win with him. Yeah. I like Jimmy G. Yeah. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, we're back on Good Morning Football, and Ian Rappaport is back without sunglasses. Very good. Me too. Um, (laughs) Ian, what do we need to know? What's going on? Let's talk about Geno Smith getting the big-time contract that he desired yesterday. Three years, $105 million at its maximum, get $52 million over the next calendar year, which is a great sum of money for Geno Smith, certainly more than he has ever made in his career. The NFL Comeback Player of the Year really came back from just being not as good as he was this year, but still an amazing season, established himself as the Seahawks starter for the 2023 season. But here's the other part of this, and I know you guys are going to discuss it after I say goodbye over here. What this really is is essentially a one-year commitment for Seattle. He is going to be their starter next year. That is what the money says. That is what the guarantee says. And Pete Carroll has been very clear. The Seattle Seahawks pick number five. It is a rare opportunity to pick this high in the draft. If they have a quarterback they like there, if the value is right, they would not shy away from picking a quarterback. And the fact that Geno is such a good guy and would actually help a young quarterback as well probably makes it a good situation to come into even if it ends up hurting him playing time-wise in the end. It's an interesting stance. We were talking about this yesterday, having a veteran guy that is willing to give up his uh, time and energy and really know that your replacement is sitting with you in the room. You have to have the right guy to be able to do that. And Pete Carroll has been in Geno Smith's corner the entire time he's been in Seattle. So we'll see, Ian, if that is the way that that the Seahawks go at the fifth pick. It's a really good point. But there's a lot of quarterbacks that could go off the board before that at one through four. What do we make of Geno Smith's new deal? And uh, do we think that the Seahawks should still consider drafting at the number four? Five spot cam yeah jamie first of all i'm happy for gino talk yeah. about it i'm so happy talk for about him it because yep. he's had such a rare uh career redemption arc first two years of his career first round pick didn't go well he went seven straight years without getting a true chance to be a full-time starter mm-hmm. and then he has this year where he has one of the 
best stories of the year and one of the best lines of the year. Mm. For the folks you said had written you off, maybe, what do you say to them? Yeah, they wrote me off. I ain't right back, though. That's the problem. I ain't right back. Let's go. All right. Congratulations, Gino. <laughs> yeah, G- Gino's still not writing back, mm-hmm. but they're writing that check for him. <laughs> yeah. For sure. And so uh, I'm happy for him and his family for our, our, however la- long it lasts. Yeah. And so the reality is they are going to look at quarterbacks. This may be a one- or two-year deal, but I hope he truly gets a shot to prove that he can be this guy long-term. And so, honestly, I hope they don't. Mm. For, for me on a personal level, Gino's a South Florida guy. I love to see him secede. Mm. Uh, you don't see a lot of black quarterbacks get a second opportunity mm. like this in his spot. And so uh, I want him to secede and uh, somebody else draft one of these quarterbacks. Maybe so. And look, the Seahawks uh, famously love draft picks. Maybe they move back and maybe yeah. they stick with Gino. But I'm sticking with you. Like I, I like Gino Smith. And this story doesn't end this way. It's not supposed to end this way. Right. I want to go to more detail. Just the, the arc of Gino's career. Sensational at West Virginia, just lighting it up. He is the first football player that I remember LeBron tweeting about. Right? I'm like, who is this guy at West Virginia? LeBron's tweeting about him. Um, <clears throat> gets criticized uh, for his demeanor and his professionalism pre-draft. Shows up for draft night on the first round. He goes there. Doesn't get drafted. Doesn't get it. I believe we have a video of it. Doesn't get taken. Goes home. Comes back the next day and is there and gets taken directly after Manti Teo. Jumps into the Jets. Starts as a rookie. Struggles. Injured, including being punched by a teammate over $600. Terrible. New York tabloids everywhere. Coach fired. Injured. Cut. Signs with Giants. Becomes the face of the Eli Manning starting streak being ended. Cut. Signs with Chargers. Throws four passes. Cut. Signs with Seahawks. Throws five passes. Stays. Russell Wilson finally leaves. Uh, entire world, including, including this table, says uh, there's no way the Seahawks entered the season with Geno Smith as their quarterback. They have to make a move. No, they did it. They entered it. He killed it. He wins awards. He wins games. The story doesn't end like this. It's so rare and so unique. I like Geno Smith. I don't know if everybody does. I don't care. It's a good guy and a great story. I hope they stick with him, too. What do you think, Aaron? I uh, definitely hope, with, hope they stick with him. I, I bet you if you was to ask him if he would go back, if he could change any of it, I bet you he'd say no because yeah. it's, it's, beauty, it's beauty in the struggle. And, yeah. and he, I feel like he's learned so much during that time to prepare him for his moment when that was his moment. And I think he's just going to go out there this year and ball and uh, double down on himself and show that, hey, this is really me. I'm that, that type of player, mm-hmm. and I'm, you guys can invest in me. Mm. So, um, which, they, which they did. So I'm happy, like you said, happy for his family. Uh, that's life-changing. So congrats to Gino. Mm. Well, what's crazy about how this season in general went for Gino Smith and the Seahawks was that um, I did the Seahawks game in Munich, and Pete Carroll told us that up until end of August, like that was actually the one quarterback battle that was tried and true through all of training camp between Drew Locke, who they had traded for with the Broncos, yeah. and Gino Smith. Drew Locke gets sick. He gets COVID the final two weeks, I think, of preseason, misses the start that was his time to have with the Seahawks. Geno starts, does great. Drew can't get back and practice, get the reps. And that is when it became Geno Smith's time. It was kind of circumstance. It was a coincidence. It was all the things. It was destiny, it feels yeah. like, then for Geno Smith because he took that job and ran away with it. That team that we saw in Munich was an electric one at that point. They had all these incredible draft picks. Seahawks just crushed last year. If they can run that back again with that number five pick, Aaron, I'll pick your brain on this one. Do you think the Seahawks should hold a five? Because... 
the, the top four teams are insanely quarterback needy. And, like, let's consider the Bears do something where they don't need a quarterback. Because they trade away, one of those teams goes up to get a quarterback. Do you think the Seahawks should hold? Because you watch some of the defensive guys coming out of the combine, like a Will Anderson, like a Kalijah Kansi. Do you mm. think the Seahawks hold there and bolster their defense or trade back because they would, could use more picks? I feel like they could trade back. Mm. Uh, it could still be in the top ten or and yeah. get more picks and – bring more guys in because uh, there's definitely some capable guys in the mid-rounds as well. Uh, mm-hmm. So I feel like that's that's something they should do if they're not going to go quarterback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you go quarterback, then mm-hmm. probably stay up there in the top five. But you got Geno, so uh, trust in him. He, he'll, he'll lead you right. Aaron heard the word Bears, and he scored three touchdowns just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but last question. They should no. go defensive you, guys. Geno was with the Jets and coming out – that was probably before your time. That's probably you're watching like in college and everything. And now here he is, and he's one of the 32 starting quarterbacks. What do you think of the story as one of your peers? Uh, I think it's an amazing story, a great story. Never giving up on yourself, always believing in yourself. Because at those times, you can get down when other guys, when people, like you said, people are writing you off, you can get down on yourself. It can shake your confidence. So for him to not ever let that affect him, and when he finally got his opportunity, uh, he did the most that he could with it. And, um, he put all the hard work that he's put in it, it showed. Mm-hmm. There's something incredible about having a head coach believe in you and the time that you needed it in life. Like Pete Carroll kind of gave Geno Smith this opportunity. We saw it with Mike McDaniel this year in Miami and Tua Tungavailoa. It just seems like that was the breath that both of those quarterbacks needed. And when it strikes at the right time, it's so incredibly helpful. It's really going to be interesting to see I how this. I say as a player, yeah. I say as a player, a lot of times you just need need an opportunity. Yeah. Um, and a lot, of, like you said, a lot of people may not get that second opportunity. So I'm happy he did get a second opportunity, and then he he did his thing with it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. beauty in the struggle. That was a great beauty line. In beauty struggle. in the yes, struggle. Sir. Yeah, and he beat all those teams this year that had him on their rosters up until that point. It was like the ultimate redemption story. It's <laughs> awesome. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring. Your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. All right. This is when Good Morning Football goes different from every other show. We got hula hoops and toys and all kinds of things. Most importantly, we have Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers. We love this guy. Number 33, Showtime. And here's the deal. Uh, Aaron is an amazing career, incredible guy. But he also happens to be teammates with the largest figure in the entire sport, whose name is also Aaron. Aaron was at the Super Bowl. You're at all these events. A million people ask you a million Aaron Rodgers questions, and you're such a good sport about it. So we're going to credit you for that. We're going to give you a chance to get out of answering Aaron Rodgers' questions yep. in a segment we're calling Aaron or Aaron. It's all in the spelling. There we go. We there locked up a good thing. There's the two Aaron's. Here's the deal. He's, asked, he's answered five million questions about Aaron Rodgers, so we can dodge this one, or juke it, rather. We're going to give you an opportunity to avoid each one. So we're going to ask you a question. Or give you some sort of challenge. If you pass the challenge, you don't have to answer the Aaron Rodgers question. However, if you fail, you must answer the question about Aaron Rodgers. Are you ready, Aaron Jones? <laughs> I'm ready. Let's go. All right. First up, Jamie, 
As you see, she has a hula hoop here. Yep. We're going to put 25 seconds on the clock. You are an elite athlete. We already heard you brag about your high school basketball and all that. We know we how many touchdowns you score. If you can do it, hold on, wait for the clock. If you can do it for 25 seconds, 25. you don't have to answer the Rogers question. If it falls, you answer it. I think we have 25 seconds on the clock. Let's yeah. roll. All right. Here we go. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, oh it's go. going down. Look He's at got those hips. Oh, Look at those hips. Oh. That, at least you lasted three seconds. Story of my life. All right. Um, you did not succeed. She'll have to answer the following Aaron Rodgers related questions. I'm talking about moves. Get your mind out of the gutter, people. All right. Aaron, if Aaron Rodgers does not return to the Green Bay Packers this next season, which team would you most want to see him play for? Mm. I'm salty. I, I, so I don't want to go. I don't want him to go to Vegas. He could. Go, he could come here to the, Jets. To the, Jets. Jets. the Jets. How are you going to feel about Aaron Rodgers being quarterback of the Jets? Uh, he's in New York. He's a star. Yeah. Mm. But he, he's also like I said, he's my quarterback. Mm. But it, he, uh, it'd be good to see him uh, reunite with Hackett, somebody that he knows. But like I said. Hey, Rod, please don't go anywhere. Here we go. All right, he's doing well. Erdahl. Um, all right, also, sneaky, uh, salty about the Raiders. We'll talk about it later. Um, you are a proud alumni of UTEP, so let's see how well you know your fellow minors. Okay. you got 30 seconds on the clock. You can use your security hula hoop there if you'd like to. Name at least 10 UTEP alum who became professional athletes of any kind. So, like, this is the ultimate Wikipedia search at this point, okay? Mm-hmm. Football, basketball, Olympians, you name it. 10 guys, 10 people. 30 seconds on the clock. Go. Anthony Rowe, teach track. Uh, Blessing, I don't know how to say her last name. We'll track. take it. Track. Uh, Toby uh, Newsom, track. Aaron Jones, Alvin Jones. Yep. Will Hernandez. Six. Roy oh. Robertson Harris. Seven. Oh, goodness. Uh, Tim Howard. Nice. Eight. Uh, uh, 12 seconds. Uh, need two more. Do, 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 do. Got um, Johnny Lee Higgins. Nice. Yes. Uh, One more. And John Dornbus. He got yeah! John Dornbos at the buzzer. Yeah. Yes, sir. Magic man. Everybody from El Paso is is El Paso. El Paso Paso. is is yelling right now. Yes. Yes. Can can we throw with Don Don Haskins counting that? Yes. Did you say Tim Hardaway? Tim Hardaway. Tim Hardaway. All right. So guess what? I meant Tim Hardaway. I said Tim somebody. That's what I meant. You said um, two step. Yeah. Tim Howard. Howard. All right. So you don't have to answer the Aaron Rodgers question. Yeah. Skip it. Congratulations. Go get him, Cam. Give him something hard. All right. Let's go. We're gonna try to trip you up this time. All right, next challenge. We've got a tube. Okay. It's like this here. <laughs> Jason McCourney. Oh, this oh game no. Well. Oh, yeah. nice. I got you. I got you. We've got a tube here, with trade. a floating ball right here. Yep. All you need to do is levitate the ball for as long as you can by blowing into it without it hitting the ground. All if right. you let we the ball fall, well, sure. I've got a Rogers. Do I get a practice okay. question? Okay. 30 seconds. Yeah, wait, try it, one, try it out once. Go ahead. Yeah. Ready? All right, you just let it go like that. Yeah. All right, chill out. Okay. All right, there that you go. Was, you got to hold up for 30 seconds. So we got 30 <laughs> seconds on the clock. Get the Rogers question ready. <laughs> We've got 30 seconds on the clock. May the odds be in your favor. <laughs> go. It's going to be a lot. Go. All right. Jason McCourty refused to do this game. Here so the go. fact that Aaron right. Jones has committed. He's yeah. five seconds yeah. in. There you go. Long. Oh! oh! Cam. <laughs> Hit him. Let's go. Answer the Aaron Rodgers question. I think question. that one was a, a little rigged. <laughs> yeah, 30 seconds. All right, so my Aaron Rodgers question is, you talked about him being traded and where you don't want him to be traded. Let's follow up on that. <laughs> Why um, 
Are the Raiders the team that bothers you? Devontae Adams at all? Is that what, what's what's the what's the stressor there? Of course, uh, of course, that's the that's the main reason. That's the only reason they took my guy, Devontae Adams. Uh, of course, he you know it was his decision he wanted to go, but uh, miss miss playing with him. He was a role model for me and a, like hmm. a bigger inspiration in my game and helping me develop. So. Uh, Shout out to him, but miss him. You'd have major FOMO if those guys were hanging out in the locker room together, yeah. right? What's going What's on? What's going on? <laughs> oh, man. That's a good one. That's a good reason. All right. Here's your next challenge. Um, Jones, of course, as we know, is one of the most common last names. So it shouldn't be too hard. Oh, boy. You have another 30 seconds. I need you to name <laughs> 15 <laughs> Jesus. notable people with the last name Jones in 30 seconds. They can be characters, fictional, or real people. 30 seconds on the clock. Give me 15 Joneses. Jamie Count. Ready? Go. That's a lot. Oh, oh, sorry. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. okay. We'll give you three extra seconds. Get the okay. Rogers question. Arthur Jones, Chandler Jones, John Jones, uh, Aaron Jones, Alvin Jones, uh, Indiana Jones, yes. nice. mm-hmm. Jim Jones. Okay, uh, 15 seconds. He could just say random names. So we Julio can... Jones, nice. uh, Pac-Man Jones. Yep. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow was in a movie. She was a star of it. Uh, Bridget Jones. Bridget Jamie, Jones. you want to ask him the Rogers <laughs> questions? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Paula Jones. Oh, I think the, the that's it. Uh, uh, I could not do that. All right, this is this is for real now. Oh no. Rogers is the greatest Packer ever, ever. Why can't he and the organization come out this morning and just say we're going to do it one more year and win a Super Bowl? What's stopping that? Uh, I have no clue what's stopping it. Uh, I, I'm not in communication with either one of them about what each do you other. Think? But uh, what do I think? I think it's A Rod just taking his time and seeing if he wants to play uh, or not, weighing out his options. Uh, you know, he's a very smart person, um, and a lot of times in football, you, you you're not the one with the power, the one who gets to make the choices mm-hmm. to uh, people upstairs. So uh, when players do have a little bit of say so or where they want their career to go they're going to take that they're going to take that mm-hmm. can, can I ask one follow up to that yeah. it's an interesting commentary that because the Packers went through this years ago with Brett Favre I mean like they really like forced his hand make a decision what are you doing coming back he he retires but then he returns to the game do you think the Packers learn from that and does that resonate with you that like we want to give this man who is so important to our team and organization the space to make this decision because it is such a heavy one a hundred percent I think that's uh kind of by the past two off seasons the same way they they let him make his decision give him his time uh, yeah because like you said uh you learn from you learn from the past yeah. you learn from uh i wouldn't call it a mistake yeah. because they gave a rod the chance to come out and play and uh become who he is but you learn from those things it's interesting because i i uh minnesota girl i i sometimes like have a feign annoyance with this whole like aaron <laughs> Rodgers thing only because it's a lot to talk about all the time but it when someone phrased it that way to me it, it did make more sense because it it's just it's a heavy thing for us all to kind of tiptoe around and you got to i mean like his team it just feels like everyone is so wildly affected by it mm-hmm. so it feels like it would be a little bit more convenient on us all to have an answer but you got to respect the guy's time and space definitely got to respect his time and pl- place and as uh, players on his team and mm-hmm. teammates just con- control what you can control absolutely absolutely and awesome. sitting over there saying why can't i just think of chipper jones our next guest is not only a rising star in the nfl but now he's a hero who helped save a man's life from a burning car late sunday night in texas please give a warm welcome to vikings wide receiver kj what up kj how you guys how you doing, doing man? so 
Great. We're great. We're great. Um, we want you to tell us the story. We can read about it. I know you've tweeted about it, but this is everywhere on the Internet. Sunday night, you're in Austin, Texas. You're in an Uber. What unfolded in front of you that helped you save a man's life? Right. So like like kind of how you said it, uh, I was in an Uber. I was in the back of an Uber and I, I say my head was down and my Uber driver just started yelling. And I'm like, you know, what's going on? I look up and there's, there's nobody on the street. And then to the right, you know, I, I see a car that has just crashed uh, into like a pillar, like under under a bridge. And it was on fire. And, you know, we uh, obviously I've never seen anything like that. And we passed the car and the airbags were out. And we didn't see anybody. So uh, at, at that moment, I was thinking the worst. I didn't, I didn't think this guy was alive. And my Uber driver pulled over and he's like, you know, call the police. We got to talk to the police. And I'm like, you know, we got to go save this guy. And, you know, initially, you know, I, I ran out and, uh, you know, we, I wanted to go save him. I, I'm running over there, me and my Uber driver. And then as I kind of got there, then, you know, my, my senses kind of hit me. I'm like, all right, all right, wait now. You know, this is a burning car. It's on fire. You know, it'd be just my luck if I go down there and try to save this guy. Car blows up, you know, every everything, you know, the worst could happen. Um, but, you know, myself, uh, there's a gentleman named Arthur. Uh, his his friend was another lady and my and my Uber driver were all right there. My Uber driver he went he went right down. He opened up the passenger door. He trying to see if this guy is alive. Um, you know we see he was alive and then, you know we kind of keep going back and forth back and forth because you know we didn't have any knowledge of this car. You know if it was if it was gonna you know blow up. Um, and uh, the the driver was able to muster like enough strength to be able to move his upper body a little bit over to the passenger side and, and his legs were still down. Uh, and then that's when. Uh, we all ran down and, you know, we we pulled him out of the car, um, but he was still close to the car. And again, we didn't know that this this car was going to blow up. So that's when I picked him up. Um, like I said, he, he's bleeding. You know, his blood is on me. I, we pick him up. I carry him maybe like 10, 15 yards. Um, and then, you know, shortly after the police came and, and the firefighters and everything like that. And um, they were just telling us, you know, we, we saved this man's life. So um, definitely a, a crazy experience, one that I've never experienced before. Uh, you know, I, I've always, you know, a backstory. I'm, I'm getting my master's in criminal justice, so I want to be in the FBI or the Secret Services. It wasn't for football, but to be in a situation like that with, with live bullets, um, it was definitely, definitely different, and uh, definitely, you know, put your mind in, in different places. But uh, like, like, like I said, in my tweet, you know, God is real, His love is real, um, and you know, He'll send His angels to protect you. So, um, you know, we were able to do that for Him, you know, that night. KJ, it's Aaron here. Uh, I seen you say you're not a hero, right time, right place, but I think you need to give yourself some credit, man. You're definitely a hero. A lot of people, they would have just called 911 or sat there, mm-hmm. and you you ran over to a burning car, like you said, no knowledge of when this car could possibly blow up on you guys or what's going on, no fire suits, none of that, mm-hmm. and you went in there, and you and your Uber driver went in there and saved somebody's life. Uh, and I told them myself, I don't know if I could have done that. Mm-hmm. I know I would have called 911, but to put my life in jeopardy, thinking about my family, things like that. So I definitely got to give you your flowers, hats off to you. You're a true hero, and you got to give yourself some credit, man. Yeah, man. Appreciate it, man. It's good to see you and good to hear from you. special, bro. Yes, sir. Always good to see you. (laughs) What do you got, Cam? Yeah, um, KJ, you you should send the FBI or the Secret Service uh, this (laughs) tape. Yeah, we'll send it. (laughs) FBI. Yeah, this this is, uh, if you can save a a person from a burning car, then I trust you with uh, anybody's life and mm-hmm. trying to save in that mm-hmm. capacity. Um, can you take me through your emotions over the last right. 48 hours and just kind of what you have managed and the reaction? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been something I'm still trying to trying to process. You know how how big this was, and you know I was talking to my, my cousin about it. You know, as professional athletes, you know we play in front of hundreds of thousands of people. There's millions of people watching on TV. Um, so you know when you get in like situations uh, that other people would see kind of as big, it's it's not that you downplay it, but it's you know you're used to it because you're used to being on stages like that. But uh, like, so when I finished the, when the situation finished, I went home, I'm thinking I was just going to be able to sleep and be fine. And, you know, I couldn't okay. sleep. And, you know, I, like I, I told, I said another interview, you know, uh, you know, this is another example of, you know, we're professional athletes, but you know, I'm a regular person just like, you know, anybody else. And, you know, that wasn't a game, you know, this is, this was life. This was life or death. And, you know, we couldn't just, you know, watch that guy, you know, he would have, he would have burned right in front of us. And I would have felt terrible for, you know, uh, you know, not being able to to do something. Um, so that night, you know, I, I couldn't sleep and, you know, I didn't really, I wasn't really hit me, you know, how, how big this was. I did tell, uh, the other people involved. I'm like, you know, uh, you know, I play professional football. So that's why I want to take the picture with them. So I'm like, you know, I, you know, help save these people, but you know, you guys were a part of this too. And I've been, you know, communicating with them, uh, you know, these last couple of days and, and telling them, you know, the things that's been that's been going on. And, you know, we want to go check on the guy, you know, make sure he's doing he's doing well. Um, but I think, you know, today, you know, with me being on this and I got some other things lined up and, you know, coaches and, and everybody kind of texting me. Um, it's, you know, starting to hit me more, you know, like what, you know, what happened and, you know, how, how big it was. But, um, you know, initially, you know, I was just it was you know, I'm not to say it was another day, but, you know, just something that happened, you know, and um and then, you know, as I got home and I couldn't sleep and, you know, everything started started kind of taking off these last kind of 48 hours, um, you know, starting to hit me more like, yeah, that was kind of, you know, that was a that was a big thing. Imagine how little you could sleep if, if the man had died and you had been there and you had witnessed right. that. Listen, you saved his life. You, if he has children, right. you saved their lives or the unborn children. You did an incredible thing. Take us through the principles. We have a picture here, KJ, of the scene and the people who were there. Tell us who these people are and what's going on here. Right. So to my, to my far left is uh, to our far left is my Uber driver. Um, and, uh, the lady in the middle. So he was, he was in the overdriver driving me, the guy immediately behind me, his name is Arthur. Um, that's a guy that I've been talking to the last couple of days. Uh, he, he just came from America. Excuse me. He just came to America maybe three years ago. Um, and so he's been excited and he's talking to me because at first, you know, obviously that night, uh, you know, he didn't know I played football and that was never important or anything like that. But after we exchanged names and stuff and he called me back and, telling me you know he didn't watch football much but he's a soccer fan and he's so excited to talk to me and everything like that so me and him have been talking and that's been well and then uh the lady you know in between us um that was arthur's friend um and, and those were those were you know that was the crew and again um you know i wanted to to you know tell them you know i i you know help save them uh you know this gentleman's life but you know them them three were you know right there like i said my uber driver you know initially you know i, I ran down you know I, I seen the fire you know my uber driver was there um, you know, at first, like the first couple of seconds, I stayed back a little bit, like, cause, you know, like Aaron said, you know, all those things went through my head, you know, my mom, my family, you know, uh, football. And I'm like, you know, this could, this is a, a huge risk. You know, I'm risking a lot here. You know, um, my Uber driver, he went right down there. He didn't care. He was he was talking. He was opening the door. Um, uh, Arthur, like bust the back window like they were right there, like, you know, immediately. Um, so, you know, I had, you know, heroic efforts, but. I mean, uh, them three as well. You know, I'm, I'm happy uh, we were all able to do that. KJ, you, you, it's such a good point you make about that picture. You wanted to take this because you will all have this moment in time together now. You are all characters in a very major story that just played out in this man's life, the survivor. 
Have you heard yeah. from him, the man that you helped? Have you heard from his family? Um, how are you able to stay in touch with the survivor, this man that you helped life you saved? Right. We haven't been able to uh, to get in contact with him yet. You know, me and Arthur, we've been waiting for a police report to come out. Um, and like I said, this story is kind of, uh, you know, just kind of getting out as of last night when, when Adam Scheffner tweeted it. So hopefully, you know, this can kind of spread something, you know, and, and we'll be able to, you know, get in contact. Uh, and the, the driver, he was actually at the same venue that I was at. So when we opened the door, I recognized who, who the guy was. Uh, but again, um, you know, we're trying to get the police report so we can be able to, you know, even go visit this guy, at least, you know, shake his hand, talk to him or or something, you know, um, because like I said, it was, you know, uh, hopefully a once in a lifetime thing. And, um, you know, we're happy, you know, we, we were able to, you know, come out positive. So uh, that's something we're still looking for as this story, you know, is just starting to come out. So hopefully this can uh, this can help us, you know, get in contact with him. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 